We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. They're coming to take me away. They're coming to take me away. Hey, welcome back. Uh, another Toxic Wise Ass Show with your host, me, myself, Mark Chaplin. Here on Renegade Talk Radio, your best place for talk radio. From Las Vegas, a city that never sleeps. The city of lights. It's all those things. City of fun. Oh, I love Vegas. I don't get there often, but I do love Vegas. So, uh, I love Atlantic City, too. I love, I like, I enjoy casinos. You just have to be disciplined, whether you're buying a scratch-off ticket or a Megabucks or a Powerball or you're at the table or a machine. You have to have a, you have to have a plan, just like you would uh, a financial plan. You go in with a couple hundred bucks, and then, uh, you know, you, you take it easy. If you lose it, that's it. Don't go to an ATM. Don't go to your credit card. Don't go back up to your room to get your money. Don't get in your wallet. Stop. And uh, those who uh, stop to gamble live to gamble another day. Something like that. Those who fight and run away live to fight another day. And that's the way it is with gambling. Hey, if you're up, stay up. I mean, you hear horror stories. I saw one the other night on TV. Uh, this lady, she uh, she had won um, about eight, $9,000 in a few hours on a slot machine cashed it in instead of going home and counting your blessings because what goes up folks must come down so instead of going home or going to have dinner or, or go to buy herself something or go shopping she stays goes back to the machines and loses all nine thousand dollars within a couple hours now that is not financial planning that is just plain stupid and you know actually the casinos you know they probably don't like that because you're probably not going to come back and uh, you're broke. Uh, I was at a st store gassing up the other day and uh, a gentleman said, uh, I, was I said I was at the casino. He says, yeah, the guy was just in here from the casino in Bangor, Hollywood Casino, uh, one of my favorite places. And uh, he said he, uh, he, uh, was uh, playing poker and he lost all his money and he has n can't pay his mortgage. Well, folks, that's just that's just crazy. I mean, luck is luck. And and I I've talked about the guys who say, well, I know how to win uh, every time with the uh, you know gambling or with the lottery. Well, that's like a guy saying I can disappear when I want to, but oh, well, I can't do it right now. If you can win every time with a lottery, well, why don't you win every week instead of every tenth week? Uh, I know they, they. You have to. You have to have a. A plan. You have to have a system, and you just can't buy. Uh, you know they say buy three or four tickets in a row. Stay with your favorite tickets. Get the new tickets because they're loaded with winners. And those are all true things. Ask the store clerk. Hey, did somebody just win? Not that you can't win again on a double ticket back to back, but it's rare. The odds in most tickets are one to four, one to five. Especially five dollars and up tickets, ten dollars, twenty dollars, twenty-five dollars tickets. I think your best bet is to buy a Powerball because you can't even win a million dollars with those kind of tickets. You can with the twenty-five dollar tickets, but that's gonna—you're gonna go broke real fast uh, if you start losing with those. Uh, you know, only do that if you uh, have a uh, 
that's something extra in the kitty if you have a windfall. Okay, do that. But on that, you got to be, uh, got to have a plan. You got to be careful. And the casinos, uh, some offer free drinks and food and specials. The most, a lot of them don't. A lot of them, the drinks are three times as much as they would be anyplace else. But um, I do enjoy them. You just, hey, look, the way I look at it, and I've said this before, it's like, uh, you know, going to a Celtics game, going to a Pats game, going to a Red Sox game, going to a ballet, going to the theater, going to see a show on, on Broadway. You uh, are going to Disneyland. It's like Disneyland for adults. You, you, uh, you're going to spend two, three hundred dollars, and if you lose it all, or you spent it all, and you had a good time, you ate, you drank, you stayed overnight. Okay, that's a, you know, it's the same as going to a ball game. You're going to spend that much with parking and tickets and or theater tickets. So that's what you got to look at. Now, if you win, that's a that's a bonus. That's a windfall. That's a plus. That's a blessing. If you come out big or fairly big, if you've doubled your money or tripled it, or if you won the grand prize, whatever, it's, uh, you know, but you got to, my cousin Lloyd, God bless his soul, passed uh, a couple of years ago in a tragic accident. We were like brothers growing up. He used to say, quit while you're ahead. And I always remember that, and I try to live by that. Now, do I do it every time? No, there's times I go to the casino, and I, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm pissed. I up you, oh, wow, I really want to, I hate losing. For guys that hate losing, can be a little stubborn. Someone usually has to talk me how to stop playing. But still, I will not go to the ATM. I will not, you know, go back up to my room or whatever and get extra money because uh, that's just going to be, you just, if you're on a losing streak, <laughs> if you're sinking in, you know, in a hole, if you're sinking in quicksand, if you're, if you're going down, you know, <laughs> stop it. Stop and, and gather yourself because, uh, you know, you don't want to you don't want to lose your mortgage money like that that gentleman did. Well, in uh, quick news here, uh, the government is back up and running. The uh, sons of biatches, politicians, Democrats and Republicans, which I really can't stand either one. Uh, the crooks got everything back. You notice they didn't lose their paychecks. I'm sure when the government shut down. They got their paychecks. Millionaires, congressmen, senators all have I think average three homes apiece. All millionaires. And uh, well, they got they got it back together, and government is up and running again. I never noticed it. I don't know anybody that did, uh, but I don't know. I don't know what happened actually. But anyway, things are supposedly back to normal. We'll see. And of course, in the Super Bowl uh, on February fourth, it's going to be the New England Patriots who came back on Saxonville. They were talking so much trash, Jacksonville. All the teams that talk trash can't back it up. Rise up from Atlanta. It was more like shut up. 28-3 to in the second half. In the third quarter, and you blow it. I mean, really, all you had to do was sit on the ball. Kick a couple field goals, and it's over. They blew it. Gulp, choke. Seattle did the same thing. Talk trash, coughed it up. I mean... Jacksonville talk trash. We're going to beat them. We're going to dethrone them. We're going to send Tom Brady packing. Yeah, you sent Tom Brady packing to the Super Bowl. So uh, it will be the, the New England Patriots versus the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, actually the team I really feared from the NFC was, was New Orleans. Although New England did beat them once. But they improved and they got things together. And also uh, Green Bay, if uh, the quarterback there hadn't gotten hurt, the starting quarterback, uh, Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. I think it would have been the Green Bay 
Patriot Green Bay Patriots, Green Bay Packers against the Patriots, and that that would have been it's going to be tough anyways. But I think it, they were they were playing really well. Green Bay had a great defense, uh, uh, a great offense. A quarterback had a gun. Aaron Rodgers has a gun. Man, he's accurate. And at the end of the games, he's kind of like Tom Brady. He finds people. He's had a couple long bombs to win games. I would have been really scared. Now the Eagles are going to be a challenge, um, but I think the Patriots are going to be ready for them. And the and the Eagles got to be thinking, even if we're ahead at 30 to three at the half, we can't we can't we, we have to be careful. No lead is safe against the Patriots, as you saw in that 28 to three Super Bowl last year. So it should be interesting. I'm going to have my shrimp and uh, popcorn and nachos all ready for the big game and. Either go, I might go to a bar and watch at a sports bar. I'm not quite sure yet. Or with some pals or my cousin's house. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do yet. Got a couple weeks to decide. Now Gronk is, uh, Gronkowski is still in the concussion protocol, but I think he'll be okay to play. If it had been a week, like I said, I think he'd be, um, he wouldn't be playing. But it's two weeks, so gives Brady's hand time to heal. And I think the quarterback from, uh, uh, the Eagles uh, heard bruised his ribs, so he'll have time to heal. And uh, Gronk will have his head will concussion. Should be okay by then. Because they need Gronk out there. If nothing else, even if they... Gronk, Gronk forces, and I'm not a big football brain, but Gronk forces double teams. And if they have to send someone extra to cover him, then that leaves like Gettleman and Deion Lewis and these other guys open. So we shall see. It's going to be a good Super Bowl, I think. And uh, I know the world is sick of the Patriots, but I'm a New England guy, great, North, great Northeast here. I'm a New England guy, Celtics, Bruins, uh, Red Sox, and, of course, the Patriots. And we've been blessed with uh, so many championships up here. The Celtics have 17. The Red Sox have, like, three or four. The Patriots have five. Been to the Super Bowl ten times. Brady's been, this will be his eighth and so, uh, you know, we've been blessed. The Bruins won a championship a few years ago, as did the Celtics. So we've been uh, pretty blessed. UConn usually has good basketball teams. They weren't uh, that great this year or last year. But, and in UMass and uh, Pro uh, Rhode Island and Providence. So we've had some pretty good uh, success up here in the nor Northeast in uh, sports, and we're very happy with that. So whatever your team is, um, you know, you've got to stick with them. I do hate bandwagon fans, and I know there's some. I know a couple fans. They cheer for three or four different teams. There's one guy I know. He cheers for the Patriots and the Giants. Now that's like cheering for the Confederacy and the Union during the Civil War. You got to be on one side or the other. You know, the Axis or the Allies. It's uh, <laughs> those guys drive me nuts. And uh, pick a team, man. Pick a team and go with it. Don't have ten teams. <laughs> I know it's a fail-safe just in case, oh, that team sucks, so I'll go with this one. Bandwagon fans drive me nuts, you know. But anyways, uh, we got much more coming up here on the Toxic Wise Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. Thanks for listening. We're going to try to keep you laughing and try to keep things hopping here. Hello, this is Kim Jong-un. Guess what, folks? Kim Jong-un is going to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, baby, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, I got a tear for Tom Brady. Oh, I don't know. Maybe the Eagles. I have made up my mind. Maybe I even take a seat with my good friend Donald Trump. Oh, that's a joke. <laughs> anyway, this is Kim Jong-un. 
I have Patriots winning, I think, uh, 31 to 21. That's my pick. So if you're going to Vegas, baby, bet on the Patriots. Okay, Kim Jong-un, I'll see you at the Super Bowl, baby. I'm going to get my nachos, and oh, I'm going to have a good time. I'll see you there in Minnesota. I'm, I might blow Minnesota up before the game. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Minnesota. I won't do that to you. Oh, that's my favorite song. The song of North Korea. But anyway, see you at the Super Bowl, y'all. Oh, folks, that was that was him, the man himself, Rocket Man, Kim Jong Un, and he is gonna take uh, Rocket, I guess, and go to the uh, the Super Bowl. That's what I'm hearing. I guess isn't that what you heard? Kim Jong-un back on, uh, I gotta tell you, my new official song, yeah, Rocket Man, Rocket Man go to, uh, the Super Bowl, on a rocket. It's lonely out, it's been such a time, this flight, That's me, folks. A rocket man. Rocket man Kim Jong-un will see you at the Super Bowl. Oh, Super Bowl 52, 3. I don't know, but I'm a going, baby. Well, that was Kim Jong-un, a.k.a. Rocket Man, and he is going to the Super Bowl. I guess he's taking the Patriots. He's probably going to lay down a bet in Vegas, I guess, or with a bookie. Not quite sure. Well, we'll hear more about the Super Bowl and what celebrities think uh, later on in the show. This is the Toxic Wise-Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. Well, in some other news, uh, the guy who uh, wrote and uh, Mort Walker did Beetle Bailey, the cartoon uh, in the papers, and also they made cartoons of uh, Beetle Bailey, I think in the late 60s or 70s. As a film collector, I collected 8mm Super 8, and 16 millimeter. Even though I didn't have a 16 millimeter projector, I used the one in college. This was like uh, 80, so uh, 1980. So things were kind of changing around from uh, film to VHS or uh, the big video disc. But uh, film was still pretty popular use by 1980. And so um, I, I remember buying a Beetle Bailey cartoon. They weren't hilarious, but they were okay. Brilliant uh, artwork and color. The, uh, it wasn't, uh, you know, hilarious or anything, but uh, I suppose guys who served or were serving in the Army found uh, some truth in it, too, and everybody kind of enjoyed, enjoyed that, uh, that cartoon. He was 94, and, uh, you know, I think he, he wrote, he did that cartoon for quite a long time. So, well, there's been a lot of, you know, classic cartoon people in the ages, uh, Charles Schultz, uh, Charlie Brown, 
I like the Charlie Brown shows. They, they, they never did have a Charlie Brown series, just Charlie Brown specials, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Valentine's. And Valentine's Day is coming up in a couple of weeks, folks. And uh, I do commercials for some local stations for certain uh, stores, uh, County Yankee brand here in uh, Northeast. And, and uh, they're very good to me. They treat me good, and he likes most of the commercials. I try to come up with some original ones, and I, I did it. The Candy Man with Sammy Davis Jr. for Valentine's, saying, "Get your get your honey a box of candy, baby." So uh, had fun with that, and so I always make a bunch of commercials, and they kind of pick what they like. But the uh, County Yankee in uh, Holton, Maine, and they, he has a chain of stores. His name's Dave Cunha. He's really uh, really good to me, and he likes most of my commercials and sponsors a lot of my stuff, and he does a lot for the community sponsoring local sports especially winter time basketball for all the county teams basketball is big up here folks it is more the downstate in southern Maine, like portland to bangor it's pretty much football <coughs> is bigger but pretty much overall <coughs> high school basketball is uh king rules because uh, there's not much to do in the winter time and hockey is pretty big too but, uh, you know, people like the older people, especially, they don't want to go into a hockey rink where it's, like, 10 below. They, you know, go into a nice warm gym and watch a nice basketball game, a nice warm atmosphere. And, and girls' basketball is big, just as big as boys, pretty much, most places. So, in um, college, uh, we only have one Division One college. It's UMaine. <coughs> and I feel sorry for UMaine. I'm friends with a coach. And uh, he, uh, he does as best he can because he doesn't cheat like uh, some of the other colleges do, uh, Louisville. So, um, <laughs> yeah, see Louisville. And I always like Rick Pitino, you know, but I think he's, <laughs> you know, when you get to that level, you have to do whatever you can to win because they'll boot your ass out if you don't win. And that goes for even some of the small colleges, man. If you don't, if you don't finish into the tournament or you win your conference you're <laughs> in, in all sports to football and basketball especially uh you're going to get bounced out and it's a shame but uh you know to stay up there you have to do things to stay up there to get up there you have to do things to get up there to get to the top but uh the the, the you can tell the schools that don't cheat because they don't win you know that's why notre dame doesn't win the national championship in football is because they have standards where Alabama, I think, takes anybody with a pulse beat and can play football. That's just the way it is, and it's the way it is in basketball. So, uh, but basketball is big up here, and a lot of the local merchants support the teams. Uh, when I was in high school, we were at Class A, which was the top of the top of the heap. Now they have Double A. They've kind of redid, redid the classifications, re reclassified, and there's like Double A, A, B, C, D. But we were A, there was A, B, C, D, and we were class A. About 1,300 kids in the high school. My class had like 272. My sister's class was a few years ahead of me, several, about three or four years ahead of me. And she had like 290. So now the whole high school has about 290. So they've dropped down to class C. They were B for a while, C, back to B, and C. But anyways, uh, all things being said, people enjoy uh, basketball in the in the wintertime because it's a long winter up here in the great white northeast. So that's why we enjoy our sports up here. But, uh, and March Madness is coming up and that'll be, uh, the thing about March Madness is, is there's always Cinderella teams that upset like University of Texas, you know, 
Jamaica or Joe's College from Pennsylvania or something like that. There'll always be some little school that upsets a big school. But in the final four, it's always Duke or North Carolina or Villanova. You don't see, you know, University of Vermont or New Hampshire into the final four. You don't see them win. I mean, there's a lot of upsets, and there's always new stars that's created and new sensations. But uh, I wish one year that, like, some big non-conference from a little conference school like Vermont or Maine or something, which Central Connecticut, something like that, would win or at least get in the championship. Now, Wichita State's done well. Butler's done well. The old coach from the, the Celtics, Brad Stevens, he coached uh, Gordon Hayward, who now plays for him. Well, he had played five minutes in a game. I think he's going to come back, so that should be big. So that's our uh, little sports corner here in the Northeast, a great night Northeast. And it's kind of winding down. Most of the high school teams have played pretty much about 80% of their games. We did have a lot of cancellations because of the winter storms and ice storms. But uh, the tournament here in Maine comes up like February 15th, 16th, and lasts till about uh, the end of February. Some games might be played the 1st of March. I'm not quite sure. State games, state championship games. So that's the way it is up here in the great northeast. And I've been to Boston, and I've been to New York, and and Los Angeles, and basketball is big there too, but the, the football is probably much, much bigger. And speaking of which, we have the Super Bowl coming up uh, on February 4th, the New England Patriots versus the Boston, Be uh, Boston Beagles. New England Patriots versus the Philadelphia Beagles. Oh, I'm being mean. I think it could be a good game. And I'm a Patriots fan. And I wish just for once, just for once, they would blow somebody out. But their games are always two or three points. Comes down to the last minute, and it's nerve-wracking. Just once, I'd like to see them blow somebody out. Maybe this will be it. I have a feeling it's either going to be a real blowout by the Patriots. They're going to get hot because they haven't put, put together a full game yet. And we'll see what Nick Foles happens with him. You know, is he going to step up? If he steps up, it could be, could be a good game. Could be, you know, who knows? So. Stay tuned here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. we got much more coming up, so stay with us here on Renegade Talk Radio, your place for talk radio. Okay, uh, you know I have a pet peeve uh, section in this show, and i got one right now for you. You know, I did a, I did a segment uh, on uh, com obnoxious commercials, and I know there's going to be some in the Super Bowl coming up, and some are going to be great, other ones are going to flop. But uh, the new one with Reba McIntyre as Colonel Sanders. Not funny, not creative, just stupid. Seems to me like they were smoking something. Glue, paste, maybe eating those Tide balls or something, detergents. And they came up with this. It's not, uh, hi, I, I think you're going to have my chicken. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, first of all, Reba McIntyre is probably a great person. I'm sure she is, and she's a good singer. But her voice is like a chipmunk on crack. I'm sorry. And it's just so effing annoying. It really is. And so, uh, non-kudos to the <laughs> people that made up that ad. It's not funny. It's not creative. It's not outstanding. It's just plain stupid. Sure as hell doesn't make me want to go out and get some Colonel Sanders. The Colonel Sanders wants me, let, makes me want to go out and get Colonel Sanders. Bring somebody in or play his old commercials or something, but not Reba McIntyre in reverse drag. 
It's just stupid. And you know those com uh, the the insurance commercials are right out of this world. It's just you know 50 different brands. You got Shaq selling some. You got uh, that flow who I'd like to take a baseball bat to her head. I mean, most of them are obnoxious. And then you get celebrities, big time celebrities doing commercials. And it's a proven fact. The only celebrity that ever sold and made a difference was being a celebrity was Michael Jordan and his sports products, sneakers and drinks. And that's probably gone by the wayside because half the kids now don't know who Michael Jordan is or was. So... It's just, uh, you know, there's a lot of hardworking people that are creative and that are good actors. And I just think I would like to see a time when people can just make up ads and sell them to the companies. Because these advertising agencies are, they suck. Most of them suck. And I'm sorry, these ads are not creative. They're not funny. They're just annoying. They make, they, they, they turn you off. They just make you, and Reba McIntyre is Colonel Sanders. I mean, what's next? J Jimmy J.J. Walker is Santa Claus? I don't know. What's next? You know, I I don't get it. I don't get it. And uh, like a lot of the new shows out there, too, they suck. That teacher show, that started out on the web. I'm sorry, that's not funny. It's just kind of sickening and sad, and I don't get it. The show Mom, I don't get that. Mother and daughter decide who's going to screw who on any given night. <laughs> The cop or the landlord. Just not funny. Just not funny at all. So, I know it's, it's really sad. There's so many creative people out there that could have better shows and better commercials that it uh, kind of sucks. But hopefully with the uh, YouTube and Netflix and all these new available outlets that uh, some creative people can get their work seen. And what gets me is I could make a creative, funny commercial, and I know a lot of other people that could too, for a really low budget that would get people's attention, rather than like there's a there's an ads there'll be ads that it costs millions of dollars to make, and they won't make any difference. They really won't. I mean, you'll sit there. There's one now with like Vikings or knights that are going to be fighting for in a beer commercial. I could make a funny beer commercial with a couple puppets, and it would be funny. And it would cost a hell of a lot less than they're spending on what they've got or are going to get or going to use. So uh, just kind of sad. But hopefully the creative people that don't get noticed will get a chance someday. This is uh, Mark Chaplin here on the Toxic Wise S Show on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas, Nevada. Your place for the best in talk radio. And all kinds of different opinions, all kinds of different shows covering everything. So make sure you keep it here and listen to our shows. Oh, one more uh, observation is uh, on the commercials of Pet Peeve is the dancing. Now a couple companies, I won't mention their names, started out with people dancing. They look like they're having an epileptic fit or shit their pants or something. But they're dancing around like they got bees in their pants or something, fire ants up their ass. And uh, and it seemed to have caught on because now all these commercials, all of them have somebody dancing. Oh, I got a new product. I'm, you know, overweight people, underweight. I mean, it just looks ridiculous. And I'm, listen, I'm not ragging on anybody that's overweight because I'm a few pounds overweight myself working on it. And I have been since the uh, new year, by the way. 
still playing basketball two to three times a week and swimming. But anyways, these are, you know, okay, one or two is a notable and funny and observant. But now every commercial is having someone dance in them. It's really obnoxious and it's really annoying. And um, I do like I do like the commercials that play like hip songs or you know, Casey and the Sunshine Band or something like that. Something peppy. And I like the commercial where the pizza guy goes and gets a pizza. The tree falls on his car, and then he slips with the pizza and it goes all over the place. Because that looks like something that could really happen. And it's done by a, just an actor, not a celebrity. So, uh, you yeah, know, enough for the dancing commercials, people. One, and then it's like, uh, you know, you have 50. So let's try to keep it original. Right? Right. Keep it here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. We got some laughs coming up for you. Hopefully make your, bright, brighter, your day brighter. Bring you some news and info, and hopefully not fake news, but real news, and um, some laughs. Thanks for keeping it here. Ooh, some controversy, well, a little bit. On the State of Union uh, address uh, situation, uh, I guess the uh, formal invitations or the formal announcement of the State of the Union is spelt wrong, and it says State of the Union. Instead of the uh, N at the end, it's an M. Which is right in line with uh, <laughs> the way things are going nowadays, I guess. And to listen, also, you know, that's Donald Trump. I mean, uh, it is what it is. And you know me, I don't like either political party. I don't like politicians. And it turns out uh, m uh, that Hillary Clinton had a, someone on her staff that she knew was sexually harassing people. And she kept him, never fired him. So there you go. Hillary, yeah, she's all about for women. Unless you accuse Bill of being a pervert or one of her employees, then, you know, it's not that, doesn't go that way. So, I'm just sick of politics. I really am. I'm sick of both sides. Too bad we have to have uh, GD politicians, really. Almost really have a king or something. And I'm not a socialist. I'm not, you know, like that. But, uh, like I said, I wouldn't even mind the, the politicians getting a little extra, uh, perks or whatever, or the salaries, the outrageous salaries that they make, but uh, if they would just look out for the people, they would just look out for their constituents. And I'm not saying put a loaf of bread on every table, but I mean, most of them were, poli most politicians were lawyers. And what do people think of lawyers? What Shakespeare's here? Say, kill all the lawyers first, first kill all the lawyers. So, you know, most people don't like lawyers. It's the necessary evil sometimes. I mean, I have a lawyer and I like him. He's a good guy. And he's a genuinely good person, genuinely good person. And so, you know, but anyways, it's, uh, I don't like politicians. I think that I've made that fairly clear in my almost one year of broadcasting here on my show, the Toxic Wise Ass Show. So, uh, well, Super Bowl is about six days away in Minneapolis. A lot of the Boston sportscasters are complaining. Uh, Felger and Matt, one of the shows I watch, these guys are always bitching. And they're, uh, oh, Minnesota's nice, Minneapolis is nice, people are nice, everyone's nice to us, but this is a hellhole, you know, this is out in the middle of nowhere. Although it's an indoor stadium, you still got to wait in five degree weather to get inside. And who knows, it could snow. It always seems to snow here in the Northeast on the Super Bowl. Always seems like I'm outside shoveling either before or after the game. So, um, got my popcorn ready, got my uh, shrimp ready, my dip, and my nachos ready, and uh, chips and so forth. I'm going to be ready for that. Win, lose, or draw, man. It's the eighth uh, 
Super Bowl for Tom Brady and company, the 10th for the Patriots, so can't complain. Won last year, won a few years before that, so it's been a really good ride. We'll, we'll have to see what happens. Now, they say if you can get to Nick Foles early and get him down, get to him before he can make throws, that good, that's kind of the same for any any quarterback. If you do that to Brady, he's going to be in trouble. So I, I don't know. That's a sports analogy that someone came up with today. Oh, get to, get to the quarterback. Well, that's the whole idea of the game, isn't it? Make the quarterback either rush or get to him. But we'll have to see. Like I say, I wish to see. <laughs> I'm a Patriots fan. I wish they'd just blow somebody out just for once instead of these come from behind miracle games. I mean, those are going to run out sooner or later. But then again, the uh, Eagles have to feel like they have to be up by 30 points at the halftime just to feel comfortable. Because look at the 28-3 to in the third quarter from last year. So, well, sports fans, it's going to be good. Uh, Celtics are still doing pretty good. They lost a close one to Golden State. They could have actually had that. I'm, I'm thinking they get Gordon Hayward back, and they could be really good, great contenders for the whole thing. May not win it, but they certainly could give Golden State a really good game with Gordon Hayward back, I'm thinking, and the, the rest of the team healthy. But we'll have to see. Marsh Madness is coming upon us. Uh, the high school teams are kind of winding down to the middle of the month where they'll start their tournaments here in the great northeast, New England, Maine area. <clears throat> so thanks for keeping it here on the Toxic Eyes Show. We have much more coming up, so don't go away. This is Kim Jong-un. I'm getting ready to go to Super Bowl in Minneapolis to see Tom Brady, TB12, versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, I don't know who's going to win, but it's going to be a good game, Biatches. See you there at the Super Bowl, Donald Trump. Yeah! Oh, yeah. Kim Jong-un will be at the Super Bowl. That's going to be interesting. Now, he says that. We don't really know. He says he's there right now. Maybe he's incognito and disguised, you know, because it's a media week, of course. So um, we'll have to see. Kim Jong-un at the Super Bowl. Hopefully he doesn't blow it up, right? Okay, this is uh, Toxic Wise. I show I'm your host, Mark Chaplin. That's uh, C-H-A-P-L-I-N, like Charlie Chaplin. Distant relative. Yep. Distant relative. I love the Charlie Chaplin movies. The Great Dictator being my favorite. Of course, most of the ones he made before that were all silent, but uh, he did make some after that uh, that were pretty good. So, yeah, I used to collect his films when I was uh, a young a young lad on 8mm, and then Super 8, and then some on 16mm. Then it all changed in the 80s. Uh, I used to order from a company in Chicago called Black Hawk Films. And, uh, you know, I couldn't afford a lot. I used to buy them, too. They sold them in Kmart and Zare and you know, different stores. Sears even carried them. W.C. Fields films, um, Dracula, Frankenstein, cartoons, Betty Boop, Popeye, uh, Gandy Goose, you know. A few color ones, even, I could afford. Then I made my own movies, which were really, I uh, was no Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Can't talk. I was no Quentin Tarantino or uh, Steven, Steven Spielberg, but... Uh, you know, what do you want? I'm working on a low budget with a wind-up 8mm camera. But we did take some pretty color 8mm films. 
I made a movie called Hell's Angels, 1970, 70 or 71. Some, I think I was in like the eighth grade. And so 71 or 72, I was eighth grade and my buddy and I had just enough film and I, I used a tape recorder to make the sound and it uh, you know, didn't match up very good, but what do you want? I showed it and I charged 25 cents in my basement and showed it on the big screen. Well, the big screen for me was like, a, I, I went out and bought a movie screen. I think it was 50 by 50 inches. And uh, back then, you got to remember, no video games, no cable, no VCRs, no DISH network. You probably got seven to eight channels and you had to watch it. Most of the, most of the TV shows and the networks went off by midnight. So, uh, I mean, Johnny Carson would be the last thing that you saw usually most nights. Some on weekends, some channels... Um, did have midnight shows, midnight movies, especially on weekends. And I lived in the Canadian border here in the great north, northeast, so uh, we actually got two Canadian channels, one from Moncton and one from St. John, New Brunswick. And um, so they played uh, some risque movies after midnight over there. And then they played, they had a movie called, a show called Top Hat Theater. And every day they'd show movies. And during Halloween, they would show like Brides of Dracula and Frankenstein. And I would skip school to stay home and watch it. <coughs> Came up with something really bad that day. Stay home and watch my movie. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, cool. I remember Brides of Dracula being my favorite. And back then you had to, you had to watch it while, you could, while it was on. There was no taping it. There was no... I did used to have a tape recorder reel-to-reel and then a cassette and I would record some shows and listen to them later and uh, so that was kind of neat then I had an AM FM shortwave radio that I got one Christmas I think I was in again the eighth grade and I had earplugs so I could listen at night put my antenna up I could listen to ship to shore and shore to shore calls um, from overseas I remember listening to this husband talking to his wife he hadn't seen her for a long time he was on a ship out someplace that was kind of cool. Something you never forget. I don't know if you ever did that when you were a kid. You know, I'm a baby boomer, so if you are a baby boomer, then you will probably remember all these things, too, the toys and the gadgets and, you know. Someone had on Facebook the other day, how do, you know, how do we get by without cell phones and cable and all this? Well, we did it. We managed, you know. We managed to get by somehow. Had walkie-talkies. I was about the best, next best thing to having a cell phone. I always got a set of walkie-talkies. Not real powerful, fancy one, like one watt, maybe two watts here and there. And they ran on a few batteries. Channel 14, I remember. I used to listen to the truckers. And 10-4, uh, 10-4, we got Smokies down the road. And uh, that was pretty cool. And listened to some conversations from these people on shortwave radios and truckers and so forth, and other people with walkie-talkies. It was a it was a fascinating and, and great time, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. My cousins and my friends and family we always had lots of fun. In the summer, we, you know, uh, go to the lake when we could and go to you know friends that had pools. We'd hit that and play basketball outside. And then the winter, we play inside and you know. Uh, watch TV and watch my movies that I made and showed. So always, uh, always had something to do. Wasn't always exciting, but you know, like my cousin said, God bless his soul, who passed. Uh, you know, we we had a lot of laughs and a lot of fun for not having a whole lot of money. So we did the best we could. So and we're trying to keep you laughing here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. So keep it uh, here and keep listening. We're going to have some more for you. 
and we'll get the Super Bowl coming up. It's going to be exciting. Well, uh, speaking speaking of sports, I loved Howard Cosell. Remember they made that movie about Howard Cosell? I can't remember who played him. It was uh, kind of a skinny guy, not not really look like him, but he did sound like him. It was, it was one of the guys that was in uh, Old Brother Were For Art Thou, or the, oh, excuse me. That's a on-air faux pas. I just hiccuped. But he played Howard Cosell, and Howard Cosell could be a jerk. And I, saw, I know some personal jerk sportscasters, and they're not fun to work with. Now, when I'm playing, I'm all about uh, winning. Uh, a young guy once said to me, about 10 years ago, and I, I still play hard. Uh, he said, when you step on the basketball court, the smile goes off your face. And as much as I'm happy when I play basketball, I take it serious. I play to win. And uh, I got cut in seventh grade, had to play in the rec league. Got cut in the eighth grade, and I was about 5'11", 6 foot. Had to play again in the rec league. Uh, made the freshman team. They had a, we were a Class A school, big school, <coughs> but I hardly got to play. Then the uh, sophomore year, try out for varsity and JV, and got cut from both. And I was about six foot one, no close to six two, and I could I couldn't dunk, but I could get up there, close to it, maybe sloppily, and I got cut from the JVs. So that should tell you something. Not saying I'm all American, but. Uh, you know, we used to have 70, 80 kids try out for each team. And I finally made the team my junior year and senior year and all four years of college. Never got cut again after my sophomore year, thank God, because it's a terrible feeling. And when I became a coach and a teacher, uh, and I had to cut kids, and I, first year I coached, I was assistant coach, and I had JV team. I had both 50, 60 kids try out for 12 spots, so I had to do some cutting. It wasn't easy. There were some kids that I liked, but their attitudes were bad. There were some kids with some talent, but attitudes are bad. And attitude is a lot. Talent is, uh, you know, right there, too. But uh, talent doesn't do you much good with a good attitude. So, But anyways, um, you know, don't like to lose, but, uh, and I never have. But uh, I always, uh, even at my age, I come out to play. I play to win. Can't play as hard, jump as high, whatever, but I still, I'm just going to be a sad day when I have to hang the sneakers up. I think i got a year or two left because my feet are good. i got one bad left knee that I have shots in, and as long as I baby it and I keep my weight down, because I'm you know, i not uh, a guy who's going to go to the hoop. I'm 6'2 six, two and a half, six, three, two, twenty-five, two thirty. so, and I'm a decent shooter. And post up guy, so and I have fun. we have fun. My buddies and I, we have fun. We have funny fun playing in a open gym. We have fun fun playing in a uh, you know men's league. And I played in a men's league since 1980, most of the time, except for maybe when I was in California and Boston and New York doing comedy tours. But uh, I always try to find a place to play open gym always. But I'm looking on the sports uh, section today uh, on TV, and they're showing these uh, people that put cups together. You know, stack cups and unstack them. Really? Are you effing kidding me? And one of these kids was about 400 pounds, and I'm thinking, pal, instead of stacking cups, you should be running around them. I remember the last year I taught and coached, I think I had 30 kids in a class, and about, used to be you'd have one or two 
you know, obese, fatter kids, and now it's like half. Kids don't play outside anymore. And I realize it's wintertime, but, I mean, we pl- I played outside until my fingers and toes froze. The snot in my nose froze. You know, remember those days? Kids don't build snowmen. They don't play outside. We played football outside. We played basketball in the winter outside if we could, you know, in the slush. But you don't see that anymore. Instead, kids are eating Tide. They're eating Tide balls. And I saw something on the news today. Well, kids riding around in bike, bikes, bicycles, like 40 or 50 of them, they go into a store and they start shoplifting and stealing and wrecking stuff. Then they take off and it's like gang shoplifting, riding. They, and they ride around cars to see if the cars dare to hit them. Uh, that's not very smart. These millennials or new age kids, they're, I don't know. I mean, we did some dumb things when I was a kid, but I don't know if we did anything that dumb. You know, I <laughs> ride my bike in the middle of the friggin' road and try to hit a car on purpose. I don't think so. Well, folks, that's uh, it for the Toxic Wise Ass Show. Do I love Alvin and the Chipmunks? Hey, Dave. Hey, Alvin. Yeah, so that's our show. I hope everybody has a. Uh, well, we're all coming up on February pretty soon. January, I've never really liked. Uh, too cold. And starting the days are starting to get longer, so things are starting to get a little brighter. And you're going to have some bad days. Some, we're still going to have some nor'easters and some storms, but uh, the brighter side is looking up. Don't want to wish my life away. Don't want to wish, wish your life away. Uh, I want everybody to have a good life and laugh as much as they can. And... Uh, friend of mine uh, going through the drive-thru at Tim Hortons and uh, Max and uh, Jordan are telling me about Jordan's mom has got uh, cancer and um, she uh, also I believe has a heart condition so we're praying for her to come out of that so anyways this is Mark Chaplin with the Toxic Wise S show make sure you join us here next time on uh, Renegade Talk Radio your place for talk radio thanks for listening and joining in, we'll see you next time. Going to be the, you know, Super Bowl coming up. We've got Kim Jong Un going to the Super Bowl. That's going to be interesting, folks. See what happens there. So, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. <laughs>